Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're here. So, we're behind the paywall. Well, we're not behind the paywall yet. It's still public. <laughs> Before the paywall. Before the paywall. I missed a step there. So, anyway, what do we have here? We got Keaton in a comic. So, what's this about? So... Uh, I want to talk briefly before we go into the main topic of this uh, Patreon preview, which is that DC recently released Batman number 900, which is also Batman number 135 at the same time. Don't ask. Comics, everybody. <laughs> uh, it's written by Chip Zdarsky with art by Mike Hawthorne, Jorge Jimenez, Mike uh, Janine, I think it's pronounced, uh, and Adriano de uh, Bendetto, colors by Tomio Mori and Romulo Fahai. Fajardo Jr. I'm really tripping over the names today. And letters by Clayton Cowles. I know that one. He did the letters on the Batman 89 comic. And speaking of which, uh, he's in this. So Batman, the main comic book Batman, is on the hunt through the multiverse against uh, a version of the Joker. And he travels through different roles to track him down. And that's when comic book Batman meets the Michael Keaton Batman, as we see here. Who, of course, says, I'm Batman. Uh, So... Uh, that's in here of the adaptations Batman does end up encountering Adam West in a great moment as well as three of the most beloved versions of Kevin Conroy's Batman Uh, the BTAS version is in it old Bruce and Batman Beyond is in it as well as the Arkham Batman Uh, so it's a it's a nice tribute to the different history of Batman in a very like supersized issue Uh, and so as we see here Keaton's Batman is dressed in the 1989 suit and uh, that's not all. Due to the presence of uh, the multiverse version of Joker, it looks like different Jokers are getting resurrected, which means the Jack Nicholson Joker is temporarily resurrected, as we see here. Um, so this is reported on Action News, which was the main news channel in the Batman 89 movie. And of course, Jack Napier's name is name dropped. So uh, this also appears to happen right after Batman 89, since Bruce is still in his 89 costume, like we see here. And it seems implied that Joker's body is missing from the morgue. Plus, it says Commissioner Gordon. Um, it just says Commissioner Gordon here, which pretty much says it doesn't take place after the Batman 89 comic. So there we go. Uh, that's kind of a, a little small inclusion of the Batman 89 universe in that, which, you know, feels like it's also due to the fact that it's we've got Keaton coming back in the Flash. So it seemed like it was a good idea too. definitely got me to buy the issue this past weekend uh, on free comic book day. So was um, it good overall? It's a good it's a good issue, especially considering the fact I don't have the other issues. So Oh yeah. Well that's good. Here in the different versions of Batman who show up. So pretty cool. But uh recently we did an episode ranking the Batwings in live action. 
but two Batman flying vehicles were left out, and that's the Batcopter and the Flying Fox from the Justice League movie. And we're going to rank them alongside the Batwings right now in this kind of brief little mini episode since uh, they were left out. I, I saw a few comments. I couldn't find them anymore. Maybe the guys deleted them about like how we, we left out the Flying Fox. We're going to do the Flying Fox in this episode. But first, um, let's start with the Batcopter in 1966. So <laughs> we got we definitely got the bat motif here. This bat copter has wings attached to yes. it. Yes. And it's got a uh, cowl in the front too. <laughs> it does. It's amazing. And it also has all the different repellents inside as revealed in the Batman 66 movie, including the uh, shark repellent bat spray, which again, it's not in the utility belt, it's in the bat copter. Which is oh, amazing right. too. Okay. Yeah. Along with That was in the comic, color. right? Uh the the Batman number 900. I think I just well, I saw some article saying yeah. that the shark repellent is now canon. It is, yeah, it's in there. It's in there. Okay, so yeah, 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 uh, yeah. So they, they definitely pay tribute to that in in that issue. And uh, yeah, the Batcopter is the one that has all the different uh, all the different repellents of the different sea creatures, which really shows how prepared Adam West Batman is, considering that uh, he's shown to have that in the helicopter, not in the boat. <laughs> he probably know, has it in the boat too. I says I'm thinking like it actually would make a lot of sense if it's in the bat boat, uh, mm -hmm. but uh, and it wouldn't even be really silly at that point. It's just the fact that yeah. it's a, it's I don't know. I guess it it doesn't come out of his utility belt in the in this in this movie. No, uh, he says, "Hand me down the shark repellent bat spray," oh, and then Robin okay. grabs it from the bat copter and then climbs down the ladder to give it to him. I got a little bit of Mandela effect going on with that. I guess I thought uh, it came out of his uh, utility belt here, but. Um, anyway, yeah, um, go ahead. Keep going. Well, this is the Batcopter from the 66 show. It looks ridiculous for a ridiculous show, so it fits the show perfectly, I think. When you say ridiculous, I think you mean awesome. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it's an A for me. Maybe an S. I mean, it's hard to beat the 89 Batwing, though. So, I just like, yeah, plus. it's an A plus for me. What do you think? I give it an A, solid A. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know about A plus, but um, you know, I probably would have gotten this toy if I was in around in the '60s. Mm -hmm. um, and it's got bat wings, got a bat motif. It fits the show. All the vehicles are black and red like this. Um, do we have more bat logos right there on the side? Do you know offhand? It does. It looks like yeah, a, you can see the yeah. the bat on the yellow oval on the like the buoys here. Yeah, some buoy kind of thing. Are. Yeah. Uh so yeah, dude. I mean, it's cool. I like I like this. Um it's funny we we never really got it got any kind of other bat copter though, right? Like in Not any other really. live action. Some consider the bat in Dark Knight Rises to be the bat copter because you see the propellers on things. Right. They consider that to be more of the copter than the bat wing, but uh even then it fails in comparison to this. I think the idea is like it would be hard to kind of outfly anything like in a, in a in a pseudo realistic setting like like can you imagine like a slow ass helicopter and matt reeves <laughs> you know what i mean like the government's got all these jets and shit like mm -hmm. i don't know like people you start thinking about that kind of stuff when the when the um tone is a little bit more realistic but you also uh, always know when a helicopter is coming yeah right it's a kind <laughs> of you know yeah that's true so i could see why they kind of stopped it at this maybe but it's cool this exists at least yeah yeah for sure so uh let's put it in the ranking so we got a we also got muschetti's uh batwing <laughs> in the flash 
So it's up against that right now. Mm. Well, we haven't seen enough of it yet. We haven't seen enough of the one in the flash. So I am going to put it above it. You put it above it. Wow. Okay. Well, should I not? Like, it's, I, it's, I, you know, difficult whatever. to say because it's it has like we've seen enough of it. Whereas the Batwing, we've seen maybe I don't know, fifteen seconds of so far. Like, it's tough to say. Maybe this will change when we see the uh, the trailer again. This is it difficult. Looks this is not really, really the cool though. It looks yeah. really cool though, bro. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Let's let's hold it. This is kind of a placeholder ranking for now, and then we'll see how it ranks. You know, yeah. after the movie. How about that? All right. Uh, for a vehicle, I don't think is going to be in competition with that. The Flying Fox. So, not technically a Batwing, but is still built by Bruce and has a Bat-type theme to the name, at least. <laughs> um, the Justice League uh... flying vehicle is uh, kind of... This is more of a version of the Justice League's Javelin in the Justice League show than it is of the Batwing. But um, we're still going to rank it. It's not a Batwing. The coolest thing about this thing, to me is the name the flying fox outside of that it's just a big giant ass cumbersome plane that's yeah pretty much all it is uh it's just there's just something very nondescript about it which i guess it works functionally but it's just not it's not a great design like when you look at the javelin in the justice league cartoon show like there's a distinct look to it you know it kind of maybe it evokes the x-jet you know from the uh, from the X-Men movies, I mean, the X-Men uh, comics and stuff, but uh, that's, that's not where we went over this one. And I get it. You need something that houses the the Batmobile, but still, you know, it's just not... The, the inside is fine. It's the outside that I'm not too crazy about at all. So, for me, it's a D. Bro, I'm right there with you, man. I don't like this really at all. Mm -hmm. I, I might even give it an E. It's oh, not, man. maybe not quite goose egg, but Again, it's just Snyder's decisions with vehicles, man. It looks like a whale. It looks like, <laughs> looks like a, yeah, it's just the water doesn't help e either in this shot. Like it's mm -hmm. just so, it looks so heavy and cumbersome. It's not cool looking. I wouldn't get the toy. Mm -hmm. uh, it's, it, it looks like, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know why people, anybody would think this is cool looking. It doesn't look cool at all. No. So, the best, like one of the best, one of, I'm going to say one of, one of the best like group planes is, was it the Blackbird and X-Men? Like yes. that's, that's how you fucking do it. Not this. This is, <laughs> it's terrible. So yeah, it's an, it's an, it's an E man. Like it's a di much different, much different size, but like X-Wings and Star Wars. Awesome mm. design. Love yeah. it. Fucking the Blackbird and X-Men. Uh, the, the Bat wing and um you know burton uh you know these are like s tier designs you know uh this is but this is an e you know i should probably put it as i'm going back and forth on d or e it's it's, it's to me it's definitely worse than the bat wing as well yeah so yeah, like yeah it's either d minus or i'll just put it here make it an even line all right so uh <laughs> there we have it <laughs> There like I, I get it. it you it needs to be a little bit bigger and like kind of fatter design because it's like a floating aircraft carrier mm -hmm. uh to, fit, to fit a bunch with. of bunch of people but but it, it it's still it's just this dude it's a fake universe bro you could have made it a little cooler looking like a little bit a little bit bigger design than this it's just man these kind of things are just so obvious to me again but it 
you know, everybody's got different tastes. It's just how it is. Yep. Just how it is. So the full ranking of the bat flying vehicles are with the goose egg, it log of the bat, the dark Knight rises and the flying Fox at E and the Snyder Batwing at D nobody's at a C Batman forever's Batwing's at B. And then at eight here, we got the bat copter and the Batwing and the flash. We'll see if the, the flash one surpasses the bat copter uh, after the movie. And then at S tier, of course, is the Batwing from the 89 movie, which I still think probably won't get topped. But, you know, we haven't seen the Flash yet, so who knows? It probably won't, but this is a good good ranking here. I, I agree. I, I'm going to agree with all this right here. I I do, too, obviously. <laughs> I regret nothing. <laughs> I regret nothing! So, uh, this is what we got. But uh, for those of you who are behind the paywall on the $5 tier, you can join us uh, further uh, when we release the full episode of this on Friday for the $5 tier Patreon, where we will be reviewing... Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 and discussing, uh, you know, our thoughts on that and what that means on Superman Legacy. Uh, we can, we might as well do this now, you know, just to give it to the public. Uh-huh. But uh, the the fact that Gunn has confirmed that cast members from this will be in Superman Legacy. Uh, so, yes. The tweet uh, was was amazing. It was like, uh, he did this yes. like Reddit AMA <laughs> If you know yeah. what Reddit AMA is, like, ask me anything. He kind of did this, ask me anything kind of thing on um, on Twitter. He was probably mm. taking a shit. I do. I bet he was taking a shit. He was just like, <laughs> I got a, I got a few minutes. Ask yeah. me, ask me anything about Guardians of the Galaxy specifically. And mm-hmm. somebody had the genius question: Are the Guardians of the Galaxy in Superman Legacy? And he answered yes. So, well, the ca- uh, just to clarify, the cast members, not, not the characters, but yes, yeah, yes, yes, the, ca- the the cast, somebody from the cast member. And look, we don't yes. know who it is at this time, but well, I, you know, I think that's cool. Um, he has confirmed, confirmed that Chris Pratt is not Superman. So everybody, <laughs> he has confirmed this on video, red carpet. Like so, don't worry about it, everybody. It's probably going to be like his wife is going to be somewhere in there, <laughs> and then um, uh, fucking I don't know, man. Who I don't know who else who could be in this. Well, like, a lot of his Mantis regulars, or? yeah, like a lot of his. Because I'm thinking, like, at least it's probably the people who show up in all of his movies. You know, at the very least, outside of like the major stars of who are the actual guardians. You know, his brother's always in his movies. That's right? true. So like, Sean's going to be in that at some point. Uh, Nathan Fillion always has a cameo. He all, like he shows his face, his full face for like the first time in a while in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. I was kind of shocked because like beforehand he was like voicing a CG character in Volume One. He has a mask on the whole time in the Suicide Squad, but like his full face is in Volume Three. I don't know. He might have like a voice cameo or something in Superman Legacy. Uh, Michaela Hoover is another actress. He puts in like all his movies. She's in like she has like small parts and everything. She was the voice of the bunny in volume three. Oh man um, floor so, yep uh but uh yeah she might be in in some aspects his wife probably but i mean again like i i doubt that if it's any of the regulars i don't think he's putting them in like major major roles also like he, he clearly he loves putting in rooker uh yeah in this. so who could rooker be i here's my vote for that bibbo? one bibbo oh bibbo it could either be bibbo uh i also like perry white if Rooker is Perry White, I mean, <laughs> but you know what? The guy that played Perry White on um, Dean Kane, yeah, yeah, Dean, he was also Southern as well, right? So this is honestly, thinking. yeah, you know, why not, dude? I mean, that's yeah, that's cool with me. I so, think it'll be great. I'd be cool with Bibbo too. 
but uh, it it depends on how big of the part it is. I I just think um, I I don't know. I just I just think it's not necessarily a sign that the main Guardians actors are playing major roles in Superman Legacy, especially this early on. Like I really don't see it this early on in the in the Superman Legacy uh, you know pre production era. I don't see it as him signing somebody major already and keeping it secret right now. I think it's probably more likely he's he's definitely having his usual people cameo or have some sort of role in it so far. And that's about it. Yeah. And some people kind of judge this kind of thing too, especially with his wife and all this stuff, but oh, like, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Dude, she, a, she has like very small roles most of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not like if he gives her wonder woman or something, okay, we can, ha- we can talk, but until yeah. then, like it's, it's just not, it's, I don't think it's, it's a maybe, yeah, it's a little bit of nepotism, but it's not that, it's just not that bad to me. Uh, and on top of that, like directors always work with like a similar, similar mm-hmm. actors. Like, you know, um, Scorsese was with um, DiCaprio for a long time. And before that, it was with what Nicholson or something. De Niro. De Niro. I mean, yeah, De Niro. And, you know, Spielberg was with uh, what Tom Hanks a lot. Uh, you know, this and then you got Killian Murphy with Nolan and, Michael Caine with Nolan, Michael Caine, all, you know, the thing is like, writers reusing Ray Fisher, Jeffrey Dean Morgan in his movies, Carla Gugino, like everybody does this. Once, once you like at a certain level and you're going to be working 12 hour days or more for a month at an end, you're just going to want to be with people, you know, are cool mm-hmm. <laughs> and that can get the fucking job done. Of course. Yeah. But you just don't want, I think after a while, man, and, and there's also like company loyalty too. He's loyal to his people. Yeah. Snyder's this way. A lot, a lot of directors are like this. So honestly, it's not a minus. It's totally a plus that mm-hmm. he keeps he keeps with the same people. It shouldn't be the exact same people every time. You should vary it up a little yeah. bit. But I can totally see wanting people that you know are cool to be on that set with you for months on end. Yeah. You know? So... <laughs> Yeah, and it's, it's also one of those things too where I bring up to people: if you're in those shoes, like would you, are you telling me you would never actually hire your friends, you would never <laughs> hire your family members who you know are like are in the industry too? You know, like it, in terms of like even like you and me, right? Like if yeah. you got into a major, you got a major movie project and stuff, and you asked me to write it, am I going to be like, oh no, you should give it to someone else you don't know because of nepotism? Like, no, fuck no, I'm going <laughs> no. to be like, no nah, shit, let's do this together. Yeah, yeah, exactly, man. You just you start to form a company that you know you like, yeah. you know, and and you know that you just know you're pro- more than likely you'll have a a good end product, and you can just have a good time on set too. I mean, look at James Gunn; he obviously likes having a good time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's not like, he's not like super serious, like Scorsese or something, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, so, um, so yeah, um, that was kind of a tangent on that, but, um, but yeah, you know, I think we're going to, we're definitely going to see some people from the gun MCU world in, in the DCU. It's just going to happen. Everybody get over it. It'll be fine. It's going to be fine. Indeed. I agree. Uh, (laughs) I think that ends the preview, I think we'll go behind the paywall and start talking spoilers on volume three and what we thought of it. All right. So if you want to listen to the rest of this episode, go on down to patreon.com slash superhero stuff pod. The rest of it will be fine found at the $5 tier. 
you can cancel any time. So if you pay five bucks, you can binge the entire 170 plus episodes. <laughs> uh, you know, lots of extra content for you for a month mm-hmm. at five for just five dollars. So um, check us out there and uh, we'll see everybody behind the paywall now. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.